A piece of legislation was introduced uh, on Monday. This bill changes more than 80 rules or regulations that government deems outdated, duplicative, or unnecessary. For uh, the NDP and their critic, Catherine Fife, she says this government is obsessed with booze. It's all about booze. It's like they're incapable of writing a piece of legislation that does not involve alcohol liberalization. Is that fair? I don't know. Let's talk to the folks that introduced the bill. Parabmeet Sakaria is Minister of Small Business and Red Tape Reduction with the province. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much uh, for having me on today. Well, thanks for being here. I really appreciate your time. Is this government obsessed with booze? Well, this is a piece of legislation that we enacted yesterday, which contains over 82 actions uh, to really help restore Ontario's uh, competitive advantage. Uh, we've seen numerous calls uh, from whether it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, the University of Toronto's uh, 360 uh, policy team, whether it's uh, the Independent the Canadian Federation of Independences, the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, or even Deloitte's report from their chief economist last year, uh, sorry, last week, which spoke to the need for government to really reform uh, regulatory uh, aspects. Uh, of, of, of legislation and make Ontario more competitive. And that's exactly what we're doing here. We're touching on uh, industries from whether it's uh, on the trucking side to the forestry side to the mining side uh, to the local, uh, you know, main street shops like uh, uh, hairstylists, barbers, restaurants. And we're really what we're doing is trying to make uh, Ontario that uh, economic engine of Canada that it once was by modernizing our regulations and, and realizing that, that, you know, a primary source um, of income growth is going to be economic competitive and making sure that we do whatever we can to make sure Ontario remains competitive. And open for business. And open for business and open for jobs. Okay, so uh, one of the things that you brought up, and I'd love to, because we just talked about this with some folks that we, you know, are truckers, some people that are drivers, but in the GTA, the government is, uh, this legislation would allow long combination trucks to use busy highways during peak travel times. These are the trucks with two trailers. Uh, have we looked into the safety of this or the possibility of, you know, I know we need to be open for business, but don't we have to look at business? Uh, if there's a problem with one of these trucks, you know, that that could potentially close down business for a while if, if one of those highways are closed during peak hours. Well, that's a great question. And, you know, one of my guiding principles when putting this uh, piece of legislation together was to make sure we're protecting public health and safety and protecting the environment. And this piece of, uh, and this legislative change that you're speaking to on the long combination vehicles is something that's already been implemented uh, in different provinces in Ontario, uh, but, uh, sorry, in Canada, uh, but specifically on this issue, actually, um, in order to operate an LCV, uh, so a long combination truck, you actually have to have specialized training. Uh, It's actually very regulated. You actually have to follow specific routes and apply uh, to travel on those routes. So when it comes to safety, these are uh, the safest of safest truck drivers uh, and only they, uh, after they complete their uh, necessary requirements on licensing, will actually be able to to operate these vehicles. So this is another way of actually, uh, this actually takes uh, potentially some trucks off the the road as well by combining the long combination uh, vehicles and really uh, an emphasis on safety with anybody that operates uh, these long combination vehicles. Is this about the environment as well? Because your government's Uh, been criticized about not being environmentally friendly. Well... Our government is committed to the environment, and this piece of legislation really enforces uh, our commitment to the environmental environment. We're actually even uh, introducing uh, administrative penalties on on any of those people who actually uh, make or 
have violations on the environment. We're going to make it easier for the government to come down hard on them. And the actual the neat part about this piece of legislation is any one of those individuals who will be fined in those administrative penalties through the environment, that money will actually go back into the communities where that fine was committed. So this is actually about, uh, you know, our, our, we care deeply about the environment and we're committed to that. And, and this piece of legislation shows our commitment to it as well. When you're talking about these uh, combo trucks, uh, you mentioned that it, it happens in other provinces. We're just getting up to speed with what happens in other provinces. I understand as well this bill prov- uh, provides uh, a proposal to remove the limits on how much alcohol we can bring in t- to Ontario from other provinces. This is keeping in line with what other provinces are, are already doing already. Did you, when you crafted this uh, this new legislation, this new bill that you know takes into account changing more than 80 rules or regs, did you look uh, countrywide and, and see what was going on in other provinces before you crafted it? Of course, and, and we're really what we're trying to do here is, is modernize Ontario's uh, regulatory uh, landscape. And when we look at, you know, for for example, personal exemptions, this is about uh, reducing interprovincial trade barriers. So, hey, if you're, you know, Alberta already does, and Manitoba does, and Nova Scotia, PEI, Saskatchewan, they've already done uh, a lot of these things. So it just makes sense. So if you're, and it's only for personal consumption. At no point in time are these limits exempt for any commercial. Uh, but what we're trying to do here is to really, um, you know, just modernize some of these uh, some of these rules that we find are outdated and can really spur and, and just make it uh, make common sense changes to really make Ontario more competitive you know uh, under our open for jobs policies uh, we have helped create uh, the environment for over 272,000 new jobs and we recognize because of the consistent calls from uh, you know policy uh, industry and policy think tanks to to make sure we modernize our regulation and make sure that we're competitive because we know that uh, the more competitive Ontario can become uh, that will increase productivity and, and produce higher levels of income so it will increase the standard of living right here in the province. you mentioned consumption so let's talk about consumption at the airport it, right now uh, as it stands you can only serve alcohol at the airport from 9 a.m. to 2 a.m. in the morning you met with the airport authority and they spoke to it being a need it being the ability to serve alcohol 24 hours a day is that really a need well, what we're trying to do is just make you know uh, uh, changes that uh, will make sense. We we believe does, in everyone's. Uh, who does that make uh, sense you know, to? Like, why did the airport authority need that? Well, it was a complaint that was coming in from passengers, and hey, if somebody wants, you know, I actually personally uh, do not drink, but if somebody wants to have a drink before they go on vacation, uh, we're actually uh, then they should be able to. It's personal responsibility, and we're going to make sure that uh, um, you know that we are, you know, they're safe and responsible uh, in their consumption. But uh, if uh, given someone the opportunity to do that, uh, they can do that. But we're also actually this has been done in other provinces, uh, and actually other jurisdictions, other international airports already have. This exact same rules so it's uh, it was more about lining with other uh, provinces and, and worldwide jurisdictions that uh, also have that but uh, more were you shocked modernized. were you shocked at how many uh, duplicate rules there were well, I, 100%. And this is actually our, our fourth piece of legislation on, on, on red tape reduction. Uh, and, and, you know, duplicate the duplication in government and in regulation uh, costs uh, are ex- excessive costs to the economy. And so we want our job creators to spend more time, uh, you know, uh, 
creating opportunities, creating jobs for the communities in which they are, rather than having to fill out the same, whether it's paper or, or, or you know, or regular requirements uh, to report, whether it's to, to the both municipal level, federal level, and provincial levels. You want to end duplication so they can spend more time uh, doing what they do best, which is creating opportunities for hardworking families uh, across this province. I wish I had more time. I don't. I literally have 10 seconds for you to tell me when you expect this bill to go through and how soon we can see the changes. Uh, so we're going to be uh, uh, taking this bill through uh, through the legislation uh, process. Uh, it will go to committee as well, and then we hope to to have it uh, through as, uh, as soon as possible. And we're looking forward to hearing from the people of Ontario uh, and how we can make Ontario more competitive. All right. I really appreciate your time. Funnily enough, my show's done. Like, literally, I'm out of time. So we'll do this again. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers. That's Prabhmeet Sakaria, a Minister of Small Business and Red Tape Reduction, trying to... Reduce the tape.